everyone. That new intro that you heard is from Ryan Lil, L-I-L-L. And he is on TikTok, Ryan L-I-L-L Washington and all the social media. And you can also contact him for a song, a custom song, any song of your choosing. Ryan L-I-L-L music at yahoo.com. $50, divorce, love, marriage, etc. And he's got you. And he'll write a song for you. It's beautiful. He also wrote a song for my friend Ryan that I'm about to drive across country to Reds from Red States to affirming care in Washington State. Um, who's a trans man. So yes, we love Ryan Lil, L-I-L-L. Love you. Thank you so much for that beautiful intro. I'm so glad. Please don't kick me out. Excuse me. Anywho, this week's episode features Furby. Furby is Chubby Elvis on Instagram and social media. And I met him through TikTok and it's a big old hoot. So let's hop into it. Hey listeners, I want to tell you about something that I've been doing for, oh my gosh, it's almost been two, going on three years now. It's called Forbidden Bingo, forbiddenbingo.com every Thursday. Uh, And if you are interested in uh, a fun time where you can win some sexy, sexy prizes, uh, you should go to forbiddenbingo.com and uh, tell DJ Rockstar Aaron that I sent you. Uh, Every Thursday you will have the chance along with many other players who I'm loyal to and I call my family my Ohana. Uh, It's so much fun. It is um, every Thursday uh, unless there's something else going on in life and it's just a hoot. So it's called forbiddenbingo.com and let DJ Rockstar Aaron and everyone else in the crew know that I sent you. Mahalo. here then you probably don't know this or maybe you do i love disney and i love shopping small shopping local and i am an inclusive podcast therefore i love inclusive brands so that is why diamond in the rough clothing company owned by my friend mario is such a great brand that i have to promote it unofficially official sponsor of this podcast mario has actually been on my podcast in season one he is a great human and i love him to death He is just such a sweet, sweet human who has the funniest, the best, the cutest, cheekiest designs for Disney. Diamond in the Rough Clothing Company is just such an awesome brand owned by such a lovely human. And when you're thinking about buying from Disney brands, shop local, shop small, and shop unique. Diamond in the Rough Clothing space. That's going to be in the description of my podcast. And as always, please let Mario know that you are shopping because I told you to. Thank you. going this is please don't kick me out the only inclusive podcast about imposter syndrome and this week on the potty pod we've got chubby elvis on tiktok aka furby i've been waiting to have you on forever so how the heck are you hey what's up i'm fantastic how are you oh you know living the dream living the dream before we uh before we hop into it i just want to say hi my name is bianca woolwick i am non-binary my pronouns are she they and furbies are he him his so just putting that note out there um yeah yeah so um what yeah it's monday 
as we've recorded Monday. I'm like, I don't even know what day it is anymore. I'm, I'm so happy Monday is over. Monday is, I. so here's the thing. People are always like, oh, I hate Mondays. I, I think Wednesday is the worst day of the week because you got oh, two more days after that, right? True. Monday though, Monday is the most dreaded day of the week. Because you got to get back into the swing of things. You have to come off that like two mm -hmm. days of, you know, acting like you're a trust fund baby. And then you got to go back to real life, you know, yeah. and that, that's no fun. But Wednesday, Wednesday is the worst day of, all, of them all by far. Really? And what, why, why do you think that one's in particular? So Wednesdays to me always feel like Thursdays and Thursdays are awesome because the next day is Friday, right? Like you can kind of phone <laughs> it in on Friday, but when it's Wednesday, then you got to be like, ah, oh, damn it. Tomorrow is Thursday. Like I got to go through this all again tomorrow. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I get you. So um, why don't you give my listeners or people who are coming here who don't know who you are, why don't you, um, oh shoot, hold on. I can't, oh uh, God. One second. And I think it's my, I think it was my doctor. Um, I, uh, let me put my eye watch on. You don't disturb. I have a new eye watch uh, uh, because uh, United decided that um, they don't care. So I don't know if you've been like keeping up with my TikToks, but yeah. Um, I'm going to say on for one hour. There we go. All right, cool. Uh, that was my, that was my doctor. Um, I'm not dying. So thanks. I think it's my doctor probably. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Hi, <laughs> Kirby. Uh, what? Just give your like 30,000 foot overview, who you are, what you do, et cetera. Yeah, my name is Furby Montano. Yes, my real name is Furby. Uh, Furby Jr. actually, uh, named <laughs> after my dad. Um, I live in Orlando, Florida, by way of Santa Fe, New Mexico. Um, lived I didn't in know Yeah, yeah. Born and raised in Santa Fe. Um, oh, yeah. Lived in, lived in uh, LA for a couple of years, lived in New Orleans for a couple of years, lived in Austin, Texas for a few years. Uh, kind of been all around the southern part of the United States, if you will. And um, live here in Orlando with my, my lovely wife, my two dogs, two cats. And uh, yeah, that's I'm a, I'm a recruiter, a corporate recruiter for a staffing agency. Um, but I mean, that's that's to pay the bills. That's not really the I it's a job. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, you have other extracurriculars outside of work. So why don't you talk about the two podcasts you have and maybe your TikTok and kind of like what what kind of content my listeners could see? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll start off with the TikTok because uh, it's sort of blossomed into this beautiful thing that um, has allowed me to do two podcasts. Um, so around right right before the pandemic, like 2019, I'm a, I'm a huge stand up comedy fan. And Tom Segura, he hosts a yeah. podcast called Your Mom's House, and mm -hmm. his wife Christina Pazitsky, she was doing uh, like just the most grotesque TikToks you could possibly find ever mm -hmm. and showing them. So I thought they were hilarious. So that's why I got on TikTok. And then when the pandemic happened, I was bored as hell in my house. Like Here everyone. Yeah. So I just started doing stupid videos for no reason. Um, at Chubby Elvis, by the way, is my TikTok, Instagram. If you like to follow me on Instagram to watch my TikToks again, you can. Um, but yeah, so I, do, I was just doing really stupid stuff for like the 200 people that followed me. And then I happened to do a work-related TikTok. Um, so I worked for Best Buy for mm -hmm. about, yeah, eight, about eight, nine years, something like that. And uh, I just had some horror stories. So um, there was this big trend kind of when TikTok was just blowing up about like, tell me all the, the secrets that you have for working with a company. 
And I just said all the secrets that I knew, which at the time I didn't know were super outdated and didn't work anymore. yeah, so so that video kind of blew up and like overnight I had like 25,000 followers and that that video went for like over 2 million views overnight and it was nuts. Yeah. And, you know, after that it just started being like, you know, BuzzFeed is reaching out to me and Brute Magazine and Vice and all these really big, you know, online publications were mm-hmm. reaching out to me wanting to be like, "Hey, can you tell us more? Can we share your video?" And uh yeah, just kind of took off from there. I've had a few viral videos since then, you know, a few that have gone for over a million, uh, one that went for over 20 million, which is insane that, you know, it was about Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, like shared it mm-hmm. on his Instagram story. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He shared it on his Instagram story. Like, like a whole thing. It was really cool. Like one of the, one of the pages that actually tried to post it, like they asked me if they could post it. They got like 15 million views on Instagram. (laughs) I didn't get that, but they did. So it's, it's pretty cool. It's a, yeah, I I have it pulled up. Do you want to, do you want to play it? Yeah. Yeah. Let me me share my screen. Um, just so uh, anyone who's new here knows, hi, I'm a thousand. I'm an elder millennial. I guess (laughs) I was born in 1989. I don't know anything about the internet and I've somehow been podcasting for three years. Uh, I don't know how Furby came on my timeline, but I have loved him ever since. And I am going to share this with you. Uh, I'm I'm clicking share screen and I really hope it works. So don't panic about all of my tabs, please. Okay. Like I'm. Oh, my my computer looks the exact same way. Don't worry. All right. All right. Hold on. Let me pull this up. Okay. So let's see. Let me know if you hear the audio. Nope. No audio. Oh, no. Of course. Well, I have audio in my headphones. <laughs> well, anyway, this is the, how do I do this? Let's see. I, I can, this. I can, I can break it down if you'd like. I can, I can do the whole video because it's not, there's not a lot to it. That's the, the yeah. beauty of it. It's yeah. 20, how about you break it down? It's a, I'll it's stop. a, tw- it's a 20 second video. So um, I decided to tell some people, um, mainly us Americans um, who like, like some pe- some actors names that we've been mispronouncing. Mm-hmm. So the first person I brought up, you know, people like to pronounce his name Ryan Reynolds, right? When in actuality, his name is pronounced Daddy. <laughs> that that was the whole thing. So that that was the whole video. Uh, I love Ryan Reynolds as most straight men do, I guess, from what I've been told. Um, but that was the whole video. It's like 20 seconds. And before you know it, just my phone is blowing up. I have to turn off notifications. <laughs> it's just going crazy. Um, what is that like? Never has happened to me. I have, okay, so just at the time of recording, Herbie has a billion million followers and I have, ooh, let's see, how, how many does Bianca have? Uh, I looked, I was almost to 3,900 today. Hold on. Let's see, almost to 4,000, I feel like. Uh, I'm going to be awesome. really embarrassed if that's not true. I'm going to be so embarrassed, I'm going to pass away. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I, I, I've never had that happen to me. I have had some things go dummy viral in my past. I don't know why. Uh, no, please stop. I don't want to hear that. Sorry, you can't hear it, thankfully. But like, why Why do you think I want to have the volume on TikTok desktop, you idiot? <laughs> don't come for me, clock app. Don't come for me. Okay, view profile. Let's see here. 3947. 3947. Yeah. We're almost there. I'm almost there. I'm, I'm 10K has been my goal. And boy, howdy. Has Dude, it taken uh, me a million years? But 4,000 4, is not easy to get, though. It's really not. I have, I, not. Have a, 
I have a music channel that I've had forever. The, the biggest video I had was also a video of me being stupid and funny. And, mm-hmm. and that, that one has like 900 people and I've had it for like yeah. two years. Yeah. So yeah, 4,000 is not easy to get. So I added you to, uh, we, we will share this as well, um, Biscuit Talk. I think I kept putting it in your feed and uh, I apologize or maybe we're, I'm just mentally unwell. I have ADHD, I'm neurospicy uh, and I'm uh, queer. So I don't know well, what that says about me, but um, uh, just for anyone that's coming here because they're friends with you, uh, my name again, Bianca, and uh, I have a marketing background of over 12 years. Furby and I just connected from the fact that He's been, you've done a lot of odd jobs. I've done a lot of odd jobs. And uh, that's kind of something that like makes us really cool. So you have two podcasts, right? Yes. Yes. So that, that was the whole reason we were talking about the TikTok. Um, Yes, I have two podcasts. So uh, the first I do with one of my closest friends, I've known him for 30 years. Holy shit. 30 years now. Um, His name is Evan Galpert. He's a very talented comedian and actor based out of Santa Fe. Um, mm-hmm. that show is called shitty jobs. And, uh, in that show, we basically talk to anyone and everyone who has had any sort of shitty job. Um, the nice thing about it, we have not limited it to, um, what a lot of people would call low paying jobs, you know, is what people usually think of when they think of a shitty job. Uh, we've had military people, we've had people who, um, have worked for governors of States before, um, and then we've had people who have worked, you know, Whole Foods. <laughs> um, you know, there, there's there's no limit to what a shitty job is. And that's yeah. what I'm kind of learning and doing the show is that even people who have quote unquote prestigious jobs um, really fucking hate their jobs too. So it was it was very eye-opening and very nice to hear. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, shitty jobs. It's a, it's a great show. Um, and then the other show I have is just me. Um, it is called Perfect Strangers. Um, now with this show, I had originally intended to have just one co-host and the original premise was me and her were just going to get to know each other over the podcast. Uh, we weren't going to have any interaction outside of that. We lived in two different cities and, um, unfortunately she couldn't commit to it. So Mm. it sort of pivoted into me having, um, all these wonderful people that I've met on social media, just come on and talk with me. Um, so it was, it was people that I would have never otherwise met in real life. We had be it. We like each other's videos or we might send videos back and forth, what have you. But I realized that I never talked to people like face to face, like you and I are doing, uh, mm-hmm. that I, that I didn't know. So, um, it's actually turned into such a cool show. <laughs> I have yeah. a lot of people that I, that I Look really consider friends now that, That's so cool. you know, scrolling, scrolling. Look at that. Yeah, I think I think we're at something like forty episodes now, or something. That's like that. awesome. That's awesome, and yeah, uh, I love it. It's 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 a really really cool show. I've had people come back. I've talked to people from all walks of life, people yeah. in different countries. Yeah, so I've, I've I've really enjoyed it. It's a it's a cool cool little experiment that's turned into uh, some some really good friends. Yeah, and I just want to thank you so much for um, being patient with me. Do you have COVID? And being patient with no. me. <laughs> the- uh, I'm, jo- I'm joking. This is uh, if you're listening to this um, audio-wise um, in your earbuds. Uh, for reference, I he just coughed. Um, if you could hear him, uh, and yeah. I made it. I made a not very funny joke, and it's been three years, and we're still not laughing about it. But 
Uh, thank you for your patience with me. When I originally asked you to be on this podcast, I then had the worst mental breakdown of my life where I literally felt like Bella Swan when Edward left her. And it's like, there's a possibility because I moved to Hawaii and it was very intense. Um, my, I'm a military spouse for anyone that doesn't know. My husband has been in the Navy for 17 years, going on 18. And we're two years from retirement. And that's Ooh. exciting. He doesn't know what he wants to do. Yeah, he doesn't know what he wants to do. On that. And I'm sure he'd love to be on your podcast about shitty jobs. <laughs> uh, I, I as well. So I love that. We'll put all of that information in the notes of this and the notes of the show and all of that. The last thing we're going to talk about before we stop, hop into this is that, um, the biscuit, what, what the hell is the biscuit, right? All right. So taste the biscuits, a trend. I had Vincent Gargiulo on a, a number of weeks ago, whenever this releases, um, thank you guys so much for all of your support. Thank you. Biscuit bunch for your support. Um, I'm going to have Tom Shaw on this week as well. Um, whenever this releases. So I'm sure people are like, what? where I'm like I don't know um so uh I'm just gonna talk about this really big tube right now um share my screen again uh, I have no idea what I'm doing yet again I'm a thousand so uh I'm actually gonna be 34 in June so um so I made a Facebook group based on uh some biscuits I asked them what they wanted from uh biscuit talk basically which is uh, the chrome lady walking on the beach and if you don't know whatever I'm sorry so um, I created a group, uh, Vincent Gargiulo, who is the person that started, uh, who, who did Chickens in the Shadow, his movie, which this trend came from. Uh, we were trying to find a way to monetize. I'd ask the biscuits of TikTok, what do you want to see? This uh, gal, Krista, said, I would love to have a Facebook group because there is a Discord and I don't want to discredit the Discord. However, Discord is very hard for people who are not neurospicy or not video gamers. And uh, so I'm a marketing background with over 12 years of experience. That's why my podcast looks so pristine. We believe. Um, joking. I'm really actually very humble. And I have a podcast about imposter syndrome. So I absolutely have it. Um, so I started this group. It's called We Taste the Biscuit in 2022. Furby's uh, a member of it. Uh, I released all of my podcast episodes through it. Vincent, some admin, uh, Tom Shaw, who and Estelle, who are Posters and Moose and the formative band, they're admins as well, as well as some pivotal biscuits like our friend Justin, who's Snarkle Fritz, or uh, we've got uh, another one that I can't remember her name right now, and it's going to bug me, but basically uh, I set it up so that you have to answer membership questions, so I'll just show you what those questions are, um, and uh, everyone can approve. Uh, the first one is, what is your TikTok handle? If not TikTok, how did you get here? Because people are coming from YouTube and stuff. Uh, does the honey sauce go on the chicken wings? And the song Taste the Biscuit is from what movie by Vincent Gargiulo? And Chickens in the Shadows or Ted Danson is Chickens in the Shadows. So that's the last two I'll say before we hop in. And Oh, wait, sorry, I lied. Um, exit, exit. Also exit me. We don't need that. Uh, I have merchandise. Uh, please don't kick me out.com slash shop from the lovely Lara, which is yay graphic design. She is a beautiful friend of mine. Live your 90s fantasy. We've got mugs. We've got fanny packs. We've got towels. We've got laptop sleeves. We've got hoodies. And we've got a throw blanket. Please don't kick me out.com slash shop. Uh, yeah, she's amazing. Um, and uh, this is my website. If you're coming here and you don't know me, she designed that for me. Uh, she would love your business. If you are a woman owned business, a veteran owned business or a queer owned business, she would love to help you. Uh, let her know that I sent you yaygraphicdesign.com. All right, stop share. That's my last uh, tutu. Boop, boop. All right. 
Okay, so thank you so much for bearing with me and being on my podcast. I am honored to have you. Uh, it's, no, it's been, yeah. I'm honored you wanted me to be on. Seriously, like I, that's he, imposter syndrome, right? Like that. <laughs> that was imposter fun. syndrome coming up. Like when when I've had people ask me before, I'm like, really me? Why? I'm not. I'm not entertaining. Why are but, you? <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing with podcasts, though. I always wanted to be on. I'm like, I, I'm like, I like you. I'm like, I'm funny. I think I'm funny. Uh, and uh, I think I'm funny and uh, I want to be, a, well, the fun fact is, is you have to, in order to be on podcasts, you have to have a podcast uh, because that's the only way to like get your foot in the door. And since doing this in 2020, in March of 2020, I've uh, found out that I have ADHD. I've found out that, you know, I, I, I've gone to therapy, I've gotten a therapist, I've moved, I, there was a pandemic deployment, there, I went through some very serious stuff with the military, my husband's career, all of that, put a dog down, got a new dog that's very sweet and sleeping, like a little angel in his bed, his name's Bourdain, he's a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, um, and uh, he's almost three. Uh, that's awesome. Sidebar. Um, my friends, Jake and Ella on TikTok, who will never watch this because Jake and Ella never watch any of my podcasts, but if they do <laughs> over the weekend, um, I had sent a box cause they're thinking about getting a new puppy, uh, another Cavalier. Um, they have also, uh, Zeke, the dog who is a Labrador and they have a couple of cats, uh, Mus, Muscat, I think is the name is cat. And, uh, Jake is, um, a lovely trans man who I've through TikTok, followed on their journey, his journey, and uh, Ella, who uh, is, um, you know, figuring out what that means is in her queerness and, and what that means for her as a person. They're very, 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 very popular on TikTok. They live in Oregon, and they had a little birthday party live Zoom for Indigo, and the box that I had <laughs> sent to them for a puppy stuff that doesn't fit Bourdain anymore, because they're going to get a boy puppy, doesn't fit Bourdain anymore. I don't know what USPS was doing, but they, like, damaged the box in a way that I was like, how? <laughs> and I put fragile on it. So USPS, what the heck? Anyway, I just wanted to send a, sh- a tube. Today is uh, Indigo's birthday. So happy birthday, Indigo. And uh, we love you very much. If you want to follow them on TikTok, uh, sweetboon74, and I believe just me, just dot me, Jake. Mm, don't quote me. You're not listening to this. <laughs> All right. Woo. <laughs> TikTok's yes. wild really it is it, it really is it's it's kind of wild how back in the day right it was like hey let me get your phone number let me get your phone number yeah. now it's let me get your at let me get your at are you on instagram are you on tiktok are you wherever mm-hmm. and that's what you go for first so you could dm someone because like texting is almost on its way out now yeah like, it's hilarious i have your phone like i have your phone number like in the, in the google form it's only so I can be like, is it because we're, we're iPhone people, clearly. Yeah. So if I need to send you like a, a mock-up or something, like that's easy for me to do through iPhone. So that's why I have it. But I, I'm real professional with this. I've got a Calendly link to schedule. I've got all that stuff. Um, but the Google form, I wasn't using a Google form before that. I was using a Google Doc and it just made my life a living hell. Like I would I have imagine. to copy my Google Doc and then no one would, <laughs> I, I don't have Google. I can't do it. So yeah, I mean, it's oh, just boy. wild. Uh, how personal a phone call and a phone number feels versus maybe like a uh it, to me it's less personal to send you my tiktok it's less personal to send you my instagram i barely use instagram as it is and facebook i don't really care because i've done social media for as long as i have uh um probably more than 10 years i was at the inception of when facebook pages started because um, I am old balls. <laughs> Wait, hey, how you, old are you? You keep saying that. I'm a, I'm a year older than you, so I'm I'm 34. <laughs> oh well, I'm 34 in June, so I'm gonna you're be, gonna be 35. I'm, I'm gonna be 35 in July. Yeah. So did you graduate in 06? 
Oh, six. Yep. Nice. Okay. My husband's in 05. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two years, two days apart. And he'll, he'll never forget it. (laughs) Yeah. Scott, (laughs) Scott, Scott likes you. He thinks you're really funny on TikTok and he's like very excited about recording. So, um, now that you're part of my life though, I get to text you whatever the fuck I feel like. So enjoy. Cool. (laughs) Please do. If, if it gets too much, I can just block the number. So it's cool. Oh, good. I I hope you do. No, I'm just kidding. I send like memes and stuff as I find them because I think they're funny, but anyway. Oh yeah. um, yeah, we all like a meme moment. Okay, so uh, this is, of course, a podcast about imposter syndrome. If you don't know what imposter syndrome is, it is uh, very much shrouded in self-esteem uh, and feeling, you know, kind of other than and left out. When are they going to find out that I'm a fraud? I'm not good at this job, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I've been doing this for three years. Um, I've never, never had someone not somehow identify with it. Uh, so, of course, this is exciting to have you. So let's start with the first question. Cool. Do you feel like you have it all figured out? No, absolutely not. Good. Um, <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, it's 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 funny. I I still very much feel like I'm 15 years old in a lot of ways. Um, uh, and I so there's a God. I hate that I'm about to quote Joe Rogan because Jesus, but. You. <laughs> there's I know I know I know but, no, but this isn't this isn't from his podcast this is actually from a stand-up special he had but he was like there's a point when you're 25 where a 15 year old bagger at a grocery store is going to call you sir and you're going to realize that holy shit nobody has it figured out mm-hmm. nobody does mm-hmm. and and that mm-hmm. that moment happened to me when I was about 25 I was at the grocery store and the kid bagging the groceries was like do you need help to your car sir and I was like wait I'm sir to you Oh shit. Nobody. Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. So yeah, that's when I realized, yeah, I, I'm never going to have it figured out ever No, because life is just always changing. And you just got married. So you want to touch on that? I did. Uh, just got married. Um, me and my wife, I keep wanting to say fiance, uh, me and it's my weird, wife. Right? I know, I know. <laughs> Um, I keep forgetting to wear my ring too. That's the worst. I know. Damn. No, just kidding. I, it, it, it's like that. It do I, be like that. <laughs> I keep I keep one in the car. I keep one in the car just in case hey. now. So <clears throat> but yes, uh married life has been good. Um me and my wife have been together for over 10 years now. So I it's not like that. Wow. yeah, yeah. We got together when we were youngins. Um oh. actually on our first date, we saw a couple next to us breaking up. And my wife told me, she was like, and I quote, this bitch is about to throw her drink. We should probably move. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I don't think so. And she goes, okay, sure as shit. Like five minutes later, I just hear you fucking asshole. And then boom, drink comes in the dude's face. Shrapnel from ice hits me in the shoulder. I'm like, whoa, you called (laughs) that. It's a great use of the word shrapnel, my friend. I love that. (laughs) And she was just like, she was just like, oh yeah, no, I know crazy. Like that, that, yeah, I know. So it was, it was cool. Like it, we, yeah. And 10 years later, we're still together. And, so. and your, and your wife's name is hope hope. And she's, she's a, she's a who, uh, I added her on Facebook. I was like, you're going to be my friend. Uh, <laughs> but also you were like, please add her. Cause she knows Disney stuff, but, um, you guys have been together over 10 years. Well, congratulations, big, huge congratulations. Actually this week when we've been recording it, uh, just so anyone knows, you want to know when I record things today is the sixth, and on Friday is my, my six-year anniversary of my first date with my husband, uh, and also the five-year anniversary of getting married by Elvis's butt crack in Vegas. Ooh. Woo! Yeah, so uh, guess what we're doing for our anniversary? We are going to... 
oh, well, you know, maybe. Uh, well, there is a biscuit basket. We're going to the Alani, which is the Disney right. Resort Hotel. And we are going to the character brunch because I'm a child. And I have to be next to Mickey. And the way Alani works, it's a Denver, it's a Disney Vacation Club uh, resort. So you have to pay to play, of course. And uh, they closed everything uh, off. Like they used to be very Kamaina, very local. And now they're like, mm, we need that money. But uh, Alani is a great resort. I have nothing but good, kind things to say about Alani and all of the conservation work that they're doing to help the state of Hawaii and the way that they paint a beautiful story of Hawaii in a, in a Disney way that's like, it's screwed up here, but like, enjoy your vacation. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a little different than how they do it here in Orlando. Uh, here in Orlando, they're just like, money, please. We'll just take all your money. All <laughs> money, <of it."> please. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's funny. I was never a huge Disney person. Um, I had been she broke three, you three times in my life before we moved here. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's not true because before her parents moved here and then we came probably like once a year for two or three years. Um, but when we moved here, I mean, we go to, we go to Disney all the time. It's 15 minutes from my house. Yeah. It's yeah. Here's the, problem. Oh, look at your privilege shining through. <laughs> no, no, no. This is, this is absolutely privilege. I totally, Totally get this. Do a privilege comes across the screen as if I know how to do graphics. Privilege. <laughs> privilege. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, it's awesome being able to be by Disney. It's a lot of fun being able to be like, hey, I want to get off work and go to Epcot, right? It's it's really cool to do. But because I live here, you get used to it, right? So mm-hmm. there's that, like the magic part of it, like the anticipation, the like, oh, it's like, a week before we go oh my god i can't believe we're here there's the epcot ball oh my god that's not there anymore and it, it kind of sucks that um, sucks man yeah because because now i'm like i'm going to epcot i don't even really notice you know spaceship earth when i walk by well here's what um, i want you to do next time you go you look at the, you look at the epcot ball and you go my friend hasn't been here since she was eight god damn it i'm gonna <laughs> like that <laughs> i will uh, i will do yeah. that I yeah, will do that. You. No, it is I appreciate cool. that. Since, since they added the lights, though, it is very cool. They put lights all over the Epcot ball now. And it's, it's, Did super, they? yeah, there are people got some feelings about it too. Oh, really? Ooh. I didn't know. What's, what's the tea? So during the Panini, um, <laughs> people, they, they shut down Spaceship Earth, just shut mm, it down mm-hmm. for like, I want to say almost a, almost a year, they shut it down. And uh, then one day they were like, hey, it's open. And all of a sudden there were these lights in between all the divots in the golf ball mm. that would just change colors. Yeah. So now at night you can see the Epcot ball where you're at because there's just this big glowing orb. But traditionalists uh, are like, no, this needs to say my Epcot ball that I grew up with since I was a little girl. No. No, no I, I say little girl because there are not a lot of men in those groups. I'm just being honest. But um, if there are, they're queer usually. So it, it's usually like a, um, yeah, the, the Disney groups. That's another thing, man. Those are toxic. Whew. They are. Thank you. I'm in a solo oh writer God. group. I'm in a solo Disney day group. And I just, because I'm, I'm, I'm Disneyland and Alani because I'm, I'm in the Pacific. I, oh, oh, I didn't mention this. To my to the listeners in your earbuds or on the video, I live um, on Oahu right now, which is an island 
uh, uh, in the Hawaii bands, uh, it most commonly known for Pearl Harbor. Uh, yeah, I live here. I'm a Navy spouse. If I didn't mention that, which I think I did. Um, I live on Oahu right now and, uh, I own a home in San Diego and we're trying to get back to San Diego, but Ooh. dealers out, who knows? So we'll see. Um, but I'm in this Disney solo writer group where I went to, and I don't remember, know if you remember this. Do you remember that I went to Disneyland the day it reopened? Yes, I do remember this. I sure did. And my nephew told me, you got to go poop before you go. And then I was standing in this six foot distant line on April 29th, 2021, mere weeks before my husband got back from his deployment. And I realized my nephew has never given me better advice in his life. I, the second I get through all the way through the, 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 the turnstiles and everything with my little MWR, which is a but my military pass because I had, had bought a pass in 2020 and they still honored it for 2021 and mm -hmm. I booked and imposter syndrome didn't mean to book the opening day but I got a slot and then all I had to do was prove I was a resident <laughs> and all they did was just verify your credit card um, mm -hmm. oh your zip code is LA area my husband's from Orange County so I was like, cool. And I took an Uber there and then I get in the turnstiles and what do I have to do? I immediately need to blow a bathroom up. And I apologize to anyone who is like, Dude. wow. Uh, but that was the reality. We all do it really. Do it. Yeah. yeah. And before we go into the imposter syndrome itself, I would like to share something my friend sent me. So uh, I'm going to share my screen once again. Um, and it says Minnie's doing what now? Let's share screen. Oh she's, she's, uh, she's been on my podcast or will be on my podcast. I don't know when I'm releasing this probably sooner rather than later. All right. Minnie's doing what now? Minnie's dripping with excitement, excitement. as she celebrates the centenary of the Walt Disney company in her typically fashionable style with this ear headband, part of the Disney 100 platinum celebration. This limited release commemorative ear headband has been designed by artists for a special reflective platinum dipped effect and includes a coordinating padded bow, all presented in a special keepsake box. My friend sent that to me and said, I thought this was a joke. <laughs> like, that is sexual? Yeah. Why? Dripping with excitement? I mean, hasn't, hasn't Disney always had like the underlying sexual tension like the, well yeah i mean it's, it's hey. i mean they, they were the original furries i mean well not the original but they were the, the first like <laughs> there were the og like it's okay to be a furry type of thing right like yeah 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 they're like it's cool put a mascot costume on a disney college program and dance around and then like, you're like whoa <laughs> well that's the thing you're getting people that are like prime experiment age right like of course people fucked in those costumes i'm, I'm sorry i know that's probably too much but you know it. Happens. I've heard stories. I've got yeah. friends that work at Disney. I've heard stories. I've yeah. heard that there's also a difference between face characters and costume characters. Oh, dude. Okay. So you have to watch my friend Jessica. Um, she was Lady Tremaine at Disney World. Um, oh, yeah. Her, okay. She's she's at Tremaine Talk. How do I spell Tremaine? T-R-E-M-A-I-N-E. -E. She's Tremaine. Tremaine talk Tremaine talk or Tremaine TikTok, something like that Tremaine talk uh I see her okay Tremaine got, talk got, got like a couple hundred thousand followers oh yeah she'll never notice me thanks <laughs> follows 260,000 no she's she's awesome she puts out awesome content I she, love it following she, she does um, she she does like um like a lot of um 
like spilling the tea on what happens. Yeah, yeah, of course. Disney former, why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, of course. But but she also talks about uh, the difference between costume characters and face characters. I and, think I've seen her stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and well, and she also goes about um, the difference between being a quote unquote villain and being a hero. So, like, if you're Belle, you have to have a very certain look, very certain size, height, age, everything like that. Where if you're, you know, not that, um, you need to have another very certain look, which is deemed as, like, ugly but pretty or something in that neighborhood. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, she, she's an awesome follower. She's awesome follow. Excuse me. Um, she lives here in Orlando. She's super cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, I, like I mentioned, I do follow a lot of people that work at Disney. Someone that uh, everyone who's on TikTok and Disney should know is Joshua Michael. He is gay rich stepdad, and that's how he got his claim to fame. Uh, He does a lot of diversity, equity, and inclusion work at Disney parks. Uh, We love him. He'll be on the podcast. Um, Who else? Uh, My friend, eventually, my friend Ashley should be on the podcast who um, was the head of DE&I or part of it. I'm sorry if I misspeak. Uh, Someone I love very much. And also my friend Tamsin, who I met through Coffee House Chats. Tamsin is some, uh, because I wanted to work for Disney so badly and imposter syndrome, guess what? They don't want me. So. (laughs) They they don't want me either. Well, yeah, Yeah. exactly. Did you have to take like this? I did a guest, a cast member survey and they immediately rejected me. Right. Bye. No. So when I did it, uh, I never actually filled out an application. Um, Oh, I was trying to be a recruiter for them um, and they had someone just call me and they did like an over the phone interview and then I did a Zoom interview and then I just never heard back. So rude. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, you know what? This is my this is my plug. Hey, you should probably hire the people that are actually champion your brands. <laughs> just saying, you know, hey, whatever. We won't complain about the lights on the Epcot ball. We'll gladly laugh while we look at the avatar thing that costs you billions of dollars. We will turn a blind eye to drip, mini dripping with excitement. Just please, for the love of God, hire me at some point. Anyway, imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. <laughs> yeah, let me pull back up my uh, little thing. As if I haven't done this a million times, I can actually recite it. All right. Do you feel like you fit in or suffer from imposter syndrome? In what ways and what does imposter syndrome mean to you? I don't remember what I answered, but, um, (laughs) but, uh, yes, I do feel like I fit in. Um, it's taken me 34 years to get there. Um, but yes, of course I feel like I suffer from imposter syndrome. Um, every, everything that I've done, not even necessarily professionally, even, um, you know, I'm a musician, um, in music, um, with the podcasts, with, uh, TikTok, with even being here right now talking with you. <clears throat> Excuse me. COVID. Jeez. Every, I'm now every time sick. I, every time I do these, I talk on the phone all day, but every time I do these, I always have to cough. Um, it's a nervous tick. We got you. Probably imposter syndrome. There we go. Um, no, it, it, it makes me, I don't want to say uncomfortable, but it's, it's wild to me that there are people that want to talk to me. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Makes sense. Um, outside of real life. Um, you know, I'm I'm someone who was brought up uh, in a small-ish community um, outside of Santa Fe, and you know, mm-hmm. everyone knows everybody. Um, I'm from Denver, yeah. so I know. Oh yeah, you, you get well, Denver, man. That oof, it's exploded lately. But oh, uh, I know. Don't get me started. Okay, keep going. Keep going. But we, but yeah, um, um, in in Santa Fe though, it's it's one of those things where even if I go home now, 
if I go to the grocery store, I'm going to see at least four people I know. It's it's inevitable, right? So leaving that where I knew pretty much everybody in, in the city, and then I moved, I went to music school, I, went, I moved to LA, where I was literally, I didn't know anybody, right? And the fact that I was able to make friends and get gigs and play out and have people be like, oh, you're that guitar player that like, you're pretty good, man. Or what? Oh, you're that guy, Furby, right? You know, that was crazy to me. I couldn't believe, I was like, wait, what? What do you, why me? Like, what do you right? mean? Like, I'm not even that good. I'm not that, you know, like there's, but that dude's way better than me. Why, you know, yeah. just constantly comparing myself to other people. And I don't think that's ever really stopped. I think I've just learned how to accept that that's how I feel and how my brain works and mm-hmm. just live with it, you know? Yeah, but whenever you talk about you, you're very humble and you're like, I can't believe that this thing happened and I hear it and I'm like, dang. (laughs) Because you're so, you know, we as millennials, especially because you're you're 35, I'm going to be 34 this year. We as millennials, we especially have this feeling because we were told we were all special. Every one of you spent participation awards across the board. Uh, we're special, no kid left behind, like all of that stuff. And so I'm being, I'm not hundred percent from Denver. I was born in Minnesota. I moved to, moved to Colorado when I was 10. My dad was an engineer that brought us to Colorado. I'm not military from that vein. Um, and, uh, I, and my, my parents live in Longmont, Colorado. I call it Schlongmont. Um, I hate it, <laughs> but Longmont's become like hip and trendy. But uh, I have been to Santa Fe. I've been to Meow Wolf, like everyone and their mom and their buttholes. They've all been been to Meow Wolf. And it's like a four-hour drive from Denver. But uh, I moved to Denver after college, and I went to my high school reunion. uh, And my husband went, too, because he he had one, but it it disbanded because it's Cypress, so in California. So I went to my high school reunion, and I remember being at my high school reunion, and, and this was in 2008. No, 2017, because it was 10 years, right? Uh, Niwa High School, class of 2007. Go Cougs. Ooh, Cougars. 007. Yeah, but we didn't, okay, we didn't pick the, we didn't pick, the, we oh, did yeah. do the theme of James Bond. We did, but we didn't pick uh, the, the classic uh, Good Riddance by Green Day. We chose Weekend Warriors, which tells you everything you need to know about the All class right. of 2007. Most of us didn't make it out of Longmont. Some of us went to math. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I remember, you know what, I'm at this thing. I show up, Scott and I were the first people there at this, at this high school reunion. And uh, I remember people being like, well, wait, Bianca, like, wow, like where, you know, where do you, like, where do you live now? And I'm like, oh, I'm in Denver. And they still live in Longmont, Niwot Boulder area, which is kind of like near the foothills. If you're familiar with CU Boulder with the Buffaloes, that's kind of similar to where I am, foothills uh, and uh, very granola. And uh, Niwa's a tiny town. Uh, fun fact, uh, it is where Crocs were invented. Oh, so it is very Cornola then. Very uh, Yes, yes. Okay. And uh, yeah, so um, I, also, I also went to school with one of the creator's kids who's no longer on the board of directors uh, wow. because he got wasted and uh, claimed Taylor Swift is the reason he got a DUI. I don't know. I'll also, don't come for okay. me. I might not have the same board of directors on, but I do remember going to school with a kid for a whole week. Anyway, uh, you know, small town, small town vibes, right? And Denver is only 45 minutes north, right? It's not that far. You hop on I-25. Um, and I-25. then you, you yeah, oh, I, exit Kipling, exit, oh, <laughs> exit Colfax. Don't exit my butthole. Uh, and uh, 
Yeah. So uh, I remember my friend, like some of my friends I hadn't seen in forever. They were like, wow, I could just never do that. That's wild. <laughs> you traveled the whole country and the world. And it's like, I'm not trying to be facetious when I'm saying like, it's pretty cool. I've had a lot of really cool experiences and I've, I've done a lot of cool shit. I've done a lot of odd jobs as you're my age bracket. You understand we, there were no jobs for us getting out of college. If you went to college, <laughs> Uh, I interned, I didn't make any money. I interned and I interned and I interned. And then I, you know, I took a job, promotional marketing job and, and I traveled the country after a, a shitty breakup. Uh, and, uh, you know, I just kind of kept going. And then eventually I met my husband by default somehow, but it, didn't, it almost didn't happen because I ghosted him. Uh, and then ah. he found me on, uh, he found me on OkCupid. Yeah, that's the story. I actually haven't shared that. I don't think that's, I'm here. That's awesome. OkCupid, that brings back memories. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So he, he and I matched on Tinder. It was, uh, 2016, December 28th, 2016. Wow. I went on the worst date of my life instead of going on a date with him. Ooh. And, uh, we'd exchanged phone numbers and he was in his Navy whites. And I was like, landlocked state. Yeah. Right. This guy's probably a player divorce. I assumed all of this stupidest shit that was not, not it was not him at all. My husband has barely had a relationship. He's a very private person. He's barely had any relationships where they were serious. He had just gotten stationed out in Denver at Buckley Air Force Base, now Space Force Base, uh, working joint task for um, the Air, uh, Air Force, which is now Space Force uh, facility. And uh, I, ignorant as hell, didn't know that there was a fucking air force place near the airport i had no idea i don't know anything about the military anyway so he invites me on a date i say nah because he invites me to go to the view house which is basically like it's a bar that's across from a stadium like a baseball okay. stadium course field yeah, yeah sure so that tells you everything you need to know about that right it's yeah. like if you would go wrigley if you would go you know uh, austin texas i don't, I don't think does austin doesn't have a team Right. We have a, the University of Texas uh, Longhorns. That's that's right. the team. That's right. The and team. my and my uh, my my best friend from high school actually went to uh, Texas to get her uh, master's. So I have Ooh. been to Austin a lot. Actually, with that same job uh, where I was a digital marketing manager, laughable for uh, Duke Smoke Big Smoke Meats and Big Sunflower Seeds, where I got hey. fired. Fun fact. Oh, I can't wait to be on your podcast. So jumps. But anyway. Uh, so, so he, he texts, he texts me, we decide not to meet up. I go on this horrible date, uh, where, uh, um, literally a month later, I ended up sharing a lift line with said man. And, uh, that is the funniest thing I've ever had happen to me in my lifetime. Uh, but, uh, I, I basically, I rage quit my job. I was working somewhere for three years, uh, where I was given two weeks in an email, like where it was like, you need to shape up. And I was like, I hate this place. In Peace out. You, you, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. From this, uh, from an interim boss that wasn't even really my boss. Uh, we, we started working at the same time and uh, I'm actually cool with my boss, uh, Sarah, who became the CEO of this company for a little bit. Uh, I worked there for three years, um, three years going on four years. And uh, I was, I started as a social media specialist. I moved my way up to social media manager and the sale. And it was just a, it was a company that like also owned icon, like it was icon LASIK. Daddy owned icon LASIK. And then daddy bought CEO, a company underneath to do marketing. Uh, uh, so I worked there as if we were a startup and then we kept growing. Um, 
and I can get to that in your podcast because it doesn't matter. But the, but the long story short is got given two weeks notice. So I rage quit and I was like, peace out. I'm a social media manager. I handle 150,000 to $200,000 worth of your clients. You're lucky I don't change the password, but I didn't even respond. Actually, I did respond. And I said, cool, deuces. And I was at a happy hour for a birthday for a friend in Cherry Creek, which is a, a fancy schmance district in Denver. If you've been to Denver, yeah. you might know it, right? Cherry Creek Mall. Oh, yeah. And I, and I worked above a men's warehouse uh, uh, and uh, I was at the happy hour. I was like, cool, slam some cash down. I was like, have a great birthday, deuces, deuces, peace out. You're cool, fuck you. And then I got up, <laughs> I walked back to the office and I uh, took all my personal shit off the laptop because she was driving back to Boulder. So she sent that message like a coward and then drove back to Boulder and uh, from Denver. And uh, so she didn't even know. And my, my lovely friend, Brittany, uh, who uh, was the, uh, uh, the uh, office manager at the time came with me and she was like, let me just help you out with like all your stuff. Like, uh, and so uh, I had like a portable hard drive, thankfully. And I like took it, reformatted it, took all my files. And cause like they didn't know what they were doing. And then I left the computer there and uh, I didn't touch any of the passwords and I blocked Sarah, my boss. I blocked Anka. I blocked everyone, Brad, the CEO, I blocked everyone. And, uh, I said, good luck. Dude, you, you are the OG Gen Z. I'm telling you right now that good for you. Oh, thank you. I, well, good yeah. So, and I was there for three, three, three and a half years, but anyway, that, that the point is, um, to go back to Scott, right. So right. And I was miserable. Like I was so miserable. So, uh, I rage quit my job a couple weeks later and then I, I go on a solo trip to Chicago uh, to see some friends and see like, oh, maybe Denver's, I'm, oh, I've outgrown Denver because Denver just is kind of a place where you can be a big fish coming into Denver or you can be a little fish leave and go do better shit in another city, especially for marketing. Right. Yeah. And so I was like, I live in a studio apartment. It's just me and my dog and like my parents live. What's really tiny here? All my best friends had moved away. I was like, I like Chicago. Like I'd love to check it out. So I flew, did a trip to Chicago realized you know one the person that i was going to see wanted to have sex with me and i was like no thank you mm. two he thought that chicago uh that, that aurora illinois which is actually where um wayne's world was filmed oh nice uh yeah, aurora, he yeah. thought that aurora illinois was very similar to uh to just call it chicago which is which is not and i love aurora illinois and i have nothing bad to say about it doug and i just weren't compatible wasn't really the tea not into it cat peed all over his house just gross so um <laughs> flew back and I realized I got to start looking for a job right like I, my savings I've got like at the time I had like 25k in savings and I was like I gotta like I gotta conserve it's not the right time for me to be dating like what am I doing right. I, I need to get my health back in order I need to be better with my finance why am I dating so I log into all my apps uh and uh, I had also dated someone right when I got back for like two weeks and he was, uh, he broke up with me. Uh, he left me at a Super Bowl party because he uh, told me I was abusive <laughs> because he was talking about my family in front of strangers, which I don't take kindly. I'm very private with my family. I don't appreciate, I don't even mention them on my podcast that often, uh, just because I'm a private person with that. That's just something that I do uh, as a, because I'm not close to my family is the point. Like uh, my mom and dad, Jerry Bear and Sandy, like they, they are, they are who they are. Anyway, uh, I patted him on the bump and said, please stop. And he said, and he like left me at this, like, and it was 20, 
17. He left me at a stranger's house. His soccer buddies screamed at me, left me, and then was like, find your own Uber. And I did. And then, then gaslit me. He was like trying to be like, oh, like you would be so lucky if I take you back. And I said, listen, bruh, I'm going to level with you. Bye. <laughs> and I just was like, I don't need this. I don't need to be dating men are trash. So I log into all my apps. So coffee meets bagel, deuces. Tender, deuces. Hinge, deuces. Bumble, deuces. Uh, I guess I had match. Why was I paying for that? Terrible, deuces. Okay, Cupid though, I had it set up, right? I had it set up that basically you had to answer questions to get matched kind of from compatibility. Sure. And I'm like, you know what? Just check my other inbox one here. Let me just feel like the, the fate of humanity is so so bold, like bleak and, and let me just feel good about deleting my stuff sure. so i log in in my other inbox and uh, of course my profile as you can imagine not to be humble or to, i'm gonna humble right for a second was hilarious okay like i had uh, standards <laughs> and i was like do not message me if blah 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 blah, blah. i've tried it it doesn't work blah 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 blah, blah. Not, not for me. Thank you. Um, blah, 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 blah. Like I'm monogamous. I don't want polyamory. Right. So I'm like all these things. And so Scott see, sees me in his like roundup of people and messages me, but we're not high enough of a map. We're 52% because he, he answered a lot of political questions and I didn't answer a lot of political questions just because in Colorado, you either get right wings or left wings and they're both not fun. Yeah, there, there's not a though. there's not a there's not a whole lot of in between in yeah yeah at all so so he had actually messaged me and was like answered all of the do nots and then gave ideas for dates and then I look at the photo and like this guy seems so nice wow I might be in love right now <laughs> this motherfucker in his whites his navy whites again him and I didn't have his phone number uh and so I said hey you have my phone number you have my phone number and he was like oh yeah what's your phone number again and we went on a date that night and the rest is history we got married eight months later and celebrated with friends and family on the 10th uh February 10th of uh, 2018 yeah that's awesome. That's an awesome yeah, story. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. I just, I haven't no, told no. it in a while. I figured it would. No, no, um, no you're good. My, yeah. me, and, me and my, uh, my wife met pre-apps. So I've never Ooh. used a dating app. Yeah. Well, I've never good used for a dating you. app. Don't, don't ever. However, we did meet on match.com. Like that's, we, we had matched mm -hmm. on there. This is when you had to get on the computer. And then <laughs> we also matched on eHarmony the same night. Oh. I know, I know. And then she reached out to me, which that, if you're a chubby dude like me, that does not happen, right? That does oh, she not She was happen. into it. She wanted the fur. So, so she, she, she sent me like a little wink and said like, hi, you're really cute. And I was like, woo, okay. Who's this beautiful green eyed lady right She's here? gorgeous, by the way. No one, no yes. one knows what she looks like. And if you're in the earbuds, she's a stunner. She's, she's beautiful. She's the most beautiful woman in the world. Oh. But um, yeah, so- we were like chatting back and forth and what sealed it for me, like, okay, this chick's awesome. She said, Hey, can you call me? I really hate, oh. I really hate messaging and I really hate texting. Oh, a forward queen. Okay. So I called her and we talked on the phone for like four and a half hours. All right. And then we had a date two nights later and the rest yeah. is history. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a way more to, 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 to my dating story with my husband, but that's not important right now. I'll fill the detail. I, te I texted you. I'll fill you in the details uh, or let you read uh, my website article that I wrote about it. But anyway, did anyone have like any doubts? So like when you met your spouse, like you, when did you know that they were the one, right? That's tough for me to say. Um, I, I don't really like talking about 
mine and hers relationship just because I I like to keep some things private. Yeah, that's fine. Um, me and her, it, it's a lot like every relationship. It's been a bit rocky at points. It's been great at points. No relationship's perfect. Um, but with her, so we were together for two years and she decided to go to law school. Oh. And, um, and I was fully for that. Like, okay, yes, do it. I'll support you. Let's, let's do this. Um, so we moved from Austin to new Orleans so she can go to law school and long story short, I went through a three year long depression that I had never been in in my entire life. And I was not the best partner. Um, and yeah, it's hard for me to say when there was a moment when I realized she was the one because I was so in my head. And so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I projected a lot of the bullshit that was going on with me on her and she mm-hmm. didn't really deserve that. Um, Are you so It took a lot of, of self-reflection and I, I couldn't afford therapy at the time. So it just took me sitting down and being like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Like, you got to figure this out because you can't afford to talk to someone <laughs> to, to figure it out, help you figure it out. Um, and yeah, well, once, once we left new Orleans, cause new Orleans, I love everyone. I know there, I hate that city. So it smells much. like a diaper. It smells it's, like a hot trash diaper. Yeah. Imagine living there for three years. Like that's just, well, this is why life. I have this. I yeah. fell on a slice of pizza and broke my face. And then I said, a pizza saved my life last night. And then I got tattooed on me. Yeah. Fair enough. Not, not in new Orleans. Like a, two years later. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so so we moved back to Texas and that's when our relationship kind of stabilized a little bit. And we, we were able to find each other as friends again, which we weren't nice. weren't really friendly to each other in, in New Orleans. So I feel you. Um, yeah, it just sort of was a thing where, you know, gradually those hurt feelings and that resentment kind of went away for both of us. And um yeah, we moved to Florida. Everything I fucking love it here, dude. I do. This is yeah. such a, this is such a cool city. Like I was very unexpectedly. I didn't really want to move here. Um, but it's it's been a really, really welcome yeah. move. Um, yeah. and yeah, my my wife when we got here it was just very easy and it just it, I, I wanted to. I was finally at the point where I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for your vulnerability. And I want to let you know that I have been going through something similar with my partner. Um, As he's very private, I won't share, but I'll share with you offline. Um, But as for me personally, uh, I went through the greatest depression of my life being here due to medical malpractice, due to a potential overdose. Thank you so much to the doctor. Uh, Just a lot of stuff happened. And um, also, you know, my husband was deployed pretty much the entire pandemic where I was alone. Most of my TikToks that I would make, and TikTok was TikTok was a blanket. My podcast was a blanket. It was a comfort. I had my therapist, but um, to your point, not everyone can afford therapy. So this is my little plug for everyone. Uh, You know, self-help books uh, are are amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, TikTok is a great resource. So with Instagram, there's so much content out there. If you think you might be neurodivergent or neurospicy, if you think you might have depression, all that, there's so many great resources, but there's also so much bullshit out there, right? And so at your time, I'm sure this was a number of years ago, there wasn't a lot of resources out there. It wasn't common for a man to, to, to be, you know, vulnerable, especially, uh, you know, you, from your background, right? Um, you know, where I, it's supposed to be machismo. Not, not, to, not to interrupt you, just I, I don't necessarily agree with that statement, though. 
Um, when people say that it's it was never been like it, traditionally, it hasn't been okay for men to be vulnerable. That's never been the case for me, and, and for for most men that I know, um, yeah. a, a lot of that might be you know growing up in hippie Santa Fe. Um, Probably, <laughs> but but honestly, the the vast majority of men are afraid because there is that stigma. But mm-hmm. if they're if men are vulnerable with other men, most of us are totally cool, laying back, talking, being an emotional support system. Yeah, um, for your friend or for even someone random, like there, there's. I, I love now that people are noticing that that so many men are getting help because it's been a thing for a very long time, and I feel like so many people focus on the negative aspects of of yeah. men's mental health, <clears throat> and not a lot of people have focused on the positive things that have happened throughout the years because you know traditionally men have kind of sucked. Let's just be honest. Um, but, uh, as as one of them as a, as a straight man who looks very white even though i'm hispanic yeah, yeah i mean yeah we we traditionally we sucked yeah and um and it makes sense when things suck you focus on the negative but there's a ton of positive um that happens with men so while while i appreciate what you're saying like you know how men traditionally haven't been able to do what have you mm-hmm. um i i've i've never really found that if i'm yeah. being honest this is a resource I'm sharing just for anyone that wants to know. I worked on this project in 2012 uh, when I worked at Cactus Communications. I, I wrote tweets. Meh. Anyway, uh, mantherapy.org is sponsored by Anschutz, uh, Colorado Anschutz uh, and Colorado Public Health. Uh, its entire goal was to make it more of a topic so that we could tamper down on male suicide. Mantherapy.org, I'm just sharing it as a resource for anyone who is male or male identifying who's feeling this way. Um, This has been around since 2012. It's won multiple awards. I take no part in it. I just want to share it as a resource. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. And I appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks for your vulnerability. Okay. So last question before we go into the best part, which is of course, you know, all the fun questions. Do you feel like, what does success look like to you? And do you feel successful? Success to me is enjoying your life. whether that, whatever that means to you, if that, like for me in particular, um, that is being comfortable enough to where I don't have to worry financially, uh, not mm-hmm. necessarily thriving financially and putting away lo- buckets of money, um, but being able to pay my bills and feed my animals and feed myself and feed my wife and, you know, just kind of have it, have enough to, to get, not necessarily get by, but to live comfortably. Yeah. Um, that's what it, that's part of what to me and the other part of it is being okay in myself uh being self-aware enough to know when I feel good when I feel bad when I feel sad mad angry and being able to deal with those emotions and feel them let them be let them fester and then being able to let them go because I've, yeah. I've really struggled with that in the past so that yeah. that's probably what success means to me I love that I love that I appreciate that and I, I just, I want to, again, highlight your vulnerability, all the resources we've shared. Uh, I also want to put a disclaimer out there. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. And uh, I, I am not uh, actual help for people. I am, of course, a resource, but uh, I'm just putting, put that out there. I'm not a doctor. So take everything that's said here with a grain of salt. Do your own research. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. Okay, we're done with the, we're done with the heavy stuff. <laughs> boop, boop. Cool. Now we get to talk about fanaticals um and i always like to uh share my favorite fanatical you know what i don't know what i'm gonna say this week but uh okay i'm gonna say it uh my, 
I'm going to ask you what you're fanatical about and why, but I'm going to go first. And I'm going to say my current fanatical is Don Quixote, the Japanese grocery store that has Don Pen. And they have a jingle, Don, 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 Don Pen. If you've been a listener for a while or you listen to this in your earbuds or you or ear pods or whatever, what you might have a hand, right? I don't know. Or you are on YouTube because this is now what we do uh, as well uh, as a supplement for SEO purposes. Uh, you'll know that I had a guest on Jackie a number of weeks ago who is uh, obsessed with uh, Don Quixote as well. And uh, that's my two. I love that damn little penguin. That Japanese little penguin's my favorite <laughs> thing in the world. What about you? Oh, that's a good question. Um, there's a couple. Um, you want to know what you said? Do you want me to prompt you? Yeah, yeah, prompt me. because Monster I trucks, pizza. Oh, dude, so monster trucks is always that for me. Okay, I, I grew up in the country, so any kind of motorsports, yeah. Um, monster trucks, which actually I'm going to about three weeks are so going to be jealous. here dude i'm so psyched i'm like i go every year but i couldn't go for a couple of years because you know panini panini and tickets were insane when they finally came back so really yeah they were like 200 bucks a piece i was like those monster truck people were pissed like, the trucks. <laughs> well because they were making you buy a block so you had to buy four mm. and, and oh yeah wife, panini yeah my wife doesn't like going so i was like i am not gonna pay for four tickets for me to go by myself i would have um, shipped scott in had we been friends like this dude, earlier um, he wants but, to go it's his dream but monster trucks and pizza because who doesn't love pizza come on it's it's pizza high five boom Boop. <laughs> <laughs> oh you're showing me your tattoo jesus i'm so well, sorry also i was high-fiving that wasn't embarrassing <laughs> that actually worked it worked it worked <laughs> ryan willard a marion street tattoo or christina ayers fixed it anyway <laughs> but if, if i'm being uh like today uh cooking me and my wife um we got an awesome roast and i'm psyched for that heck yeah is the house smelling good oh yeah so good is it in the crock pot we're not doing crock pot. We're doing, uh, we, we kind of meal prep. So we, we do like a big roast every week. Um, but we sear it really good, put it in the Dutch oven, throw it in the oven for like five or six hours, let it sit there, get all the nice juices. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty psyched for it. You know, what's funny is we made that on Saturday. We did beef bourguignon. <laughs> did you? And, uh, yeah. And then, uh, we got more, we had more stew meat. So I ended up making a, uh, I love cooking by the way, as you can, my dog's name Bourdain after Anthony Bourdain. My drag name is Sheriff Yeti. As in guy awesome. Yeti, right? So uh and share because like to love. Yeah, of course. Uh I love it. Anyway, uh I love to cook as well. Um, you know, uh I we have more spices than we know what to do with. People just keep giving us spices, which is funny because I used to work for a company called Savory Spice Chop. Um, and my friend from Chicago, Sally, who's on the been on this podcast, she's a psychologist. She sent me a spice house box um, a couple of about a week ago, and I got this beautiful blanket she made and this box of the competitor spices that actually savory spice stole from. And um, beep, cut it up. Uh, and uh, uh, they're great; they're beautiful. And we've been cooking with it. My husband loves to make sourdough, uh, so uh, awesome. I, and we ended up making a searing and making a beef stew in the crock pot uh, uh, and adding egg noodles to it yesterday. But I was very drunk coming back from a drag show and my husband was not happy with me uh, because I was very much white girl wasted. My ties at Hula's will get you. Do not pass go. There's a reason it's $20. You know, you know what me and my wife are going to try for the first time ever. I don't know if this is going to be good, but uh, you know, birria tacos, right? They're having a moment. Oh, I love birria. Yeah. So they're having a moment right now. They I am going to make birria bow. Oh, you know what's funny? 
I actually have a friend that her husband, uh, he, I don't know if it came to fruition. So I apologize, Jessica, if your husband uh, didn't end up doing this and I don't want to tell the secret, but he made tacos, pho, birria, so it's pho taco kind of thing. So it's very similar. I love that. Birria is all the rage in San Diego. Um, there is a place out here called Straight Out of Husk that's owned by a veteran and it's the best birria you can get on Island because she's from LA. Uh, okay. So yeah, no, I love that. Let me know how that goes. Do you have like yeah. an H Mart nearby to do like the Bob ones? Uh, I make them myself. So Ooh. yeah, do it from do it from scratch. They're they're rusting as we speak. <laughs> I'm, excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Text me your recipe. Yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah. I'll uh yeah. Definitely. Okay. Okay. So fanaticals, uh the only other one you didn't touch on was guitar, if you want to talk about that, because you do have a guitar behind you. Yes, I'm a musician here in Orlando also. Um what don't and, you do? <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, that was my original profession of choice was was being a professional musician. And then I realized that you live very, very broke uh, as a pro musician. So um, now it has been delegated to hobby. But if I were to show you my closet, I have like 15 guitars in there that I've collected mm-hmm. from over the years. And yeah, it's a uh, a blast it's it's yeah. a nice nice little supplemental income to, that you ha- get that's, to have that's awesome uh well so funny enough uh one time in, ni- in 1990 something my dad uh, went away for uh, a couple hours came back with a guitar and lessons awesome jerry bear has been playing guitar since i was about nine years old maybe uh and uh my dad is definitely the uh not the harmony, definitely the background. He also knows how to play ukulele. Um, my dad's awesome. He owns a Martin uh, acoustic guitar. He owns a Martin ukulele. Uh, my husband got a ukulele on deployment. He tried to tell my husband how to play it. Uh, my, my husband can play one chord of Hawaiian roller coaster ride, which we appreciate. Uh, and, uh, you know, I live in, in Hawaii, so of course I should know how to play the ukulele, but I don't because I'm white. So, uh, well, I mean, I can learn. Anyway, um, so I love that. My dad also has a, so his first guitar was a Gibson, uh, a Gibson, uh, Les Paul. Damn. He owns a Paul Reed Smith. I was born the same day as Paul Reed Smith and uh, he died. Uh, that's sad. But my dad also has a really beautiful guitar from him. Um, that's uh, you got to see him live. Uh, and yeah, and BB King and all that. My dad's a big old nerd who's an engineer. Did Paul Reed Smith die? I didn't know that. Did he? Let me just make sure. Oh, God. Don't kill me, please. He was like 100. Oh, Les Paul. Les Paul died. Les yeah. Paul. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm sorry. Not Paul okay. Reed Smith. I am so sorry. Who was uh, okay no, Paul, Paul Paul Reed Smith used to work for Gibson and um he uh he started his own company he's, okay so I had a rock he's probably like 65 he's, he's a good dude I've met him a couple times yeah he has my dad has a few my, my dad has a Paul Reed Smith uh Gibson and then my dad also has a uh, Les Paul as well so awesome. there you go uh Jerry Bear is rocking it out in his 60s he's just retired Go I'm, I'm my mom says that she doesn't listen to this podcast because uh why would anyone listen to this and i said i don't know mom why would anyone do anything that's fair so, my fair. my uh my family doesn't listen to this podcast because they said it's very weird because they feel like they're eavesdropping in one of my conversations so they don't <laughs> listen to my podcasts at all which yeah. i get i get that I I, that would be kind of weird hearing like me talk to someone else or oh yeah you know and then they're hearing just your like child's intimate conversations like I'm sure it's because one time I said something not bad about my mom, but I did mention something that didn't paint her in the best of light. And she probably heard that. And that's when she was like, I don't think I'm going to listen to your podcast anymore. Funny. Yeah. Funny yeah. she mentioned that because my, my mom, uh, 
Sandy with an eye, not a Y, don't wear it out. Love her. My, I love my mom. Just, just fine. Uh, and she's a good, she's a good person. Uh, and she means well. But I call my my dad's pet name because they were high school sweethearts. Is always Jer Bear. Mm-hmm. And so I call them Sandy and Jer Bear. And my mom's like, please stop saying daddy's pet name on your podcast. And I was like, oh, so you listened? <laughs> One more follower. Hey. Yeah. I, so I, I, I hope my parents don't have pet names for each other uh they're my parents are divorced so obviously they don't have pet na- mm-hmm. they might i think bitch, <laughs> bitch was a very possible very very popular one or oh, for no. my dad in the early 90s so there's that one um, <laughs> this goes um in, yeah yeah it, yeah maybe you're, yeah this goes into actually unpopular opinions which is my next one uh, uh, unpopular opinions are like uh buttholes hopefully you've got one but as i say because this is an inclusive podcast we like to share things that are um nice and when i say nice i mean like won't get you banned on tiktok uh because this isn't a inclusive podcast keep it cute i know i don't need to tell you that because yours are very clean uh so you know i just always have to say not homophobic and uh, not racist and uh yeah what are your unpopular opinions mine's gonna have some people are gonna have some feelings Um, condiments are disgusting (laughs) every single one of them barbecue sauce ketchup mustard mayonnaise no thank you all of them throw them in the trash how do you how do you get flavor then what what are are we doing here to have some flavor so i don't believe that that is a flavor i think it's it's a mask right it's (laughs) it's it's masking the flavor of whatever you're eating because if i'm eating a cheeseburger i want to eat i want to taste cheese meat okay i don't i don't want to taste ketchup mustard pickle that's not a flavor to me that is just garbage you put on top for filler like i want to taste the cheese and the meat that that's the i got you yeah i appreciate that i i have no opinion excuse me one way or the other oh no i'm so sorry everyone you gotta go get tested i'm joking i had a, <laughs> a, a procedure last week where they put a camera on my throat so if you hear me coughing it's because i had a thing down my throat yeah uh, those those suck i've had it once before they're not it's fun. always fun yeah. Sorry, that's TMI for you guys, listeners. Uh, anyway, uh, the other one that you have that I actually would love you to touch on is about wedding shower bachelorette parties. I don't remember what I said. You, do you want me to read it? Yeah, please do. Wedding shower, bachelor party, baby shower. You only get to pick one and expect to give. Yes. Okay. Yes. I wholeheartedly believe this. Hold on. My dogs are trying. Oh, I just hear jingling. You're good. Okay. Um, Yes, I agree. You get to pick one. I mean, you can have them, but you get gifts for one. That's it. I think it's a great idea. Because it, so many people, uh, so in getting married, me and my wife, we didn't do a wedding shower. We didn't do anything. We just had our wedding, right? Yeah. Um, we, they, I think they tried to throw a bridal shower, but we had a hurricane and her maid of honor couldn't come in and it was going to be through Zoom and it was just very awkward. So it was they, a pandemic. They, yeah. they scrapped it, right? But um, yeah. Being in these Disney wedding groups, because we got married at Disney. Yep. Um, not to brag or anything, but um fuck you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so many people were like, Yes, we're doing a bridal bridal power or a bridal shower and a wedding shower, and some were having a groom shower. I'm like, what the fuck are you people doing? You're asking people to spend all this money to come to Disney, because most of them do not live here. You're asking all these people to spend thousands of dollars to come to Disney, and then you want thousands of dollars in gifts on top of that on multiple need. occasions. And like, do you really need another fucking cast iron? Like, seriously. Like, sorry. I mean, you you pick one, 
I would say probably go for the baby shower, right? If you're if you're a person who wants to have kids and a, and you're able to have children, go for the baby shower because then you got shit for your kid. That's that's the important stuff. You can buy a cast iron skillet. You can buy, I don't know, I don't know what the hell else people. I don't even know what the hell we got for our wedding, honestly. Um, Did you get stuff that you didn't want? Because like I feel like that happens where they're like, we got you this engraved crystal thing of. Uh, we didn't get anything we didn't want, but like when I graduated high school, I got shit I didn't want. I was like, I didn't have a registry. Why? Yeah, we. So luckily, we did Amazon. <laughs> so a lot of people just bought through there. Um, I don't think we got anything we didn't want. Um, we got a set of sheets from her grandma, which she always always buys a sheets, and I was yeah. like. Her, her grandma's also super religious. So I was like, is this her thinking that we were going to hurt for the first time? Because she would be sorely mistaken. Um, <laughs> and we're not going to do that on your grandmother's sheets. That's just weird. I was going to say, look, now you have like these, what? These <laughs> celebratory wedding celestial sheets. Like, I know. Just, just got to look down and like picture your grandmother. It's not, not a good sight. No, no, oh, let's not do that. Let's not do that. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't have a registry for ours, um, but uh, yeah, people still gave us weird shit. Like someone, we had one friend that insisted on buying us something, something from Williams and Sonoma. And so he got us a gift card in Williams and Sonoma. So we bought a, we bought, uh, I had a, a, a food shopper, like a food processor. And uh, I just bought a new one because the other one was a piece of shit. And so I was like, yeah. And so we still have that food processor. We don't, we don't talk to the guy who got us said food processor. In fact, everyone that came to our wedding in Vegas, like our celebration, uh, I'm only friends with my best friend, who was my wedding photographer, who's also my husband's second cousin, Marcy. Uh, she's like my sister. And uh, that's it. I don't talk to anyone else that came. I go, well, and my in-laws, my, my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law, and uh, my, uh, my, my, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law. That's it. Uh, I don't talk to any of the people. There was a girl uh, that just was awful, and then her awful friend, and then uh, this guy who got us a food processor. Uh, and then there was like one other person that, oh, and then we had neighbors who apparently didn't know she was in an abusive relationship. Sorry, uh, trigger warning for anyone. She was in an abusive relationship, which we didn't know. And he lied to her, manipulated her for a number of years. And she, I, I know, I, I hear she's doing well, but she's off social media because she's chintzy. So, um, that was everyone. And I don't talk to her obviously anymore because she doesn't use social media. So if you're not on social media, I don't know where you are. But I hope you're well. <laughs> Isn't that wild? How like in the '90s when our when our parents were our age, like they just they didn't they were like didn't talk to people again. They had no idea. Yeah. Like they would just show up one day and be like, "Holy shit, that is Bob, and he has a head of white hair now." How the hell you been? <laughs> like my parents aren't on social media, so uh, so. But it's funny because all their friends want to connect to them. Well, and well, my I'm dad's saying, yeah he's not well, I, was, I was saying more like our generation like we yeah. we've seen people like i don't give a flying fuck about a lot of people that i went to high school with but i've been friends with them on facebook or whatever forever right so like i've seen them grow up as people for 15 17 years yeah, how well, long it's been and i haven't talked to them since literally the day we graduated high school if then like it's wild mm -hmm. yeah it is wild and it, i mean that's a great point uh, I also sometimes feel like I don't need, like, like I, it's, it's rare people now sending Christmas cards and stuff. And it's like, I don't really need a Christmas card update of your life. Like, because I see it online. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know more about you than you know about me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're like, and when you got that new job, I stocked the shit out of you. I know your social security number now. I know where you live. <laughs> I know how much you paid for your house. This yeah. is not hard to, you should really do something about that. It was yeah. way too easy. Brian? Oh yeah, no. yeah. Are you ready for the pivotal, the the piece that is resistance? 
Let's do it. Ooh, if you were a Muppet, which one would you be and why? That, ah, see, I had a hard time answering that question. Um, you said Fozzie. I did say Fozzie because that was that, that was my default answer, right? Fozzie's the man. But yeah, I got to be honest. If, if I was a Muppet, Fozzie's too cool. Fozzie is, is too like laid back. He's too walk walk. That's what I'm saying. Like, I like to think that I'm, I'm a pretty like laid back, go with the flow type of dude. I have a lot of anxiety too. So I'm not, um, are you Rizzo? Are you Beaker? I think I'm Miss Piggy. Oh, I think so. I can feel that. Miss Piggy is the star of the show. She is larger than life, but she's also very sensitive. Yeah. I, I, and Um, I, I think I'm Miss Piggy too, because I, I like being the center of attention. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, yeah. I, I may not yeah. necessarily, I may not necessarily like understand why, but I like it. I always have. When I was a kid, uh, my grandpa used to have one of those, you know, those big video cameras they throw on the shoulder, yeah. full-size VHS cassette. Um, he would videotape everything, 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 right? And in every single frame, I would find where the camera was it was my sister's birthday party. She was two years old. She was about to blow out the cake. And I went in front of the camera like, Grandpa, look what I can do. They, were trying, do. they were trying to get my little cousin to say his first words, say dad. And I was like, <laughs> bitch, I got this. Look, I can say it. Dad, 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 dad. He doesn't know how to do it. I can. Dad, dad. That was just, that was me. Are you the kid. oldest? I am the oldest, yes. Yeah, that, that, this tracks. This yeah. tracks. Yeah, yeah so I... I uh I I I enjoy being the center of our attention. So yes, Miss Piggy is probably who I'd be. Plus, I'm a little chubby, so that that's part of it too. Hey, I love I love a chubby. I love chubby people. My husband's a bigger guy, uh, but he's built like a rectangle, uh, and he's built like a linebacker, as I call him. And and I and I don't mean that I think my husband's fat. I think my husband's beautiful and handsome, and I love every part of him. But I'm not gonna lie. If you're not bigger than me, I feel weird because I'm 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 built like a what do I say? I, I'm built like I'm built like a post a linebacker would hit. Like I'm, 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 oh, like Bobby Hill is how I'm built. Uh, and I'm proud of it. I'll eat potato chips off my stomach all day. Or my boobs. Whatever. It's the the best plate. That's my purse. I don't know you. All right. Uh, I was going to ask you this uh, too. And I've asked every person this on the fly. And I did preview before this. But uh, you can only sleep with one Muppet or puppet. If you put your hand up it, you can fuck it. Uh, What? Muppet or Jim Henson creation would you sleep with and why? Dude, Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> so you watch your, like that Spider-Man meme where it's like yeah, you hey, 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 hey. <laughs> masturbation, Piggy. why not? Of course, Miss Piggy. <laughs> I love it. But you know what? I would too. I'm pansexual, so I would fuck Kermit. I'd fuck Miss Piggy. I'd fuck Beaker. I don't even know. You Did know, this Kermit- question. Kermit's, Kermit's, Kermit's too delicate for me. I, I couldn't do Kermit. for sure. Yeah, I could see that. I could also see him being into like really weird, like telling you <laughs> send me weird pictures. You know what I mean? Oh no. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. It's, it's always, yeah, I could see that. There was a guy I went to college with and he lived um, one more floor <laughs> below me. This is real. Uh, and before I got a new phone number, because I couldn't get my phone off of AT&T off my family plan and I had to join T-Mobile and I had to get a new phone number. Thank goodness. He would send me texts all the time. And you probably can guess where this is going. Mm-hmm. Ever since 18 years old, he'd be like, do you remember me? Do you remember my weird tick? What do you think his weird tick was? 
I don't yes. want to. I don't want to. I, Feet. I really don't. Oh, okay. Well, but he was like very ashamed of it. And he would ask for feet pick. Like I'm like 18, 19, 20, 21. I've graduated. I'm, I'm, I'm getting married. I'm still getting like the random, like, Hey, how's your feet? <laughs> do, do you remember me? So I got a new, I got a new focus SIM card and I don't get those anymore. And thank goodness, because everyone else, I'm so sorry to whoever has my old phone number. You're getting some crazy, because I still use my old phone number to sign up for things. You're probably getting some crazy messages and uh, you probably hate me. Uh, and I, it's okay. I hate me too. So we're all good. <laughs> I, I, I had a, I had a roommate who had a very weird fetish. So he, Okay, so no shame. I don't care if people do. Yeah, this, we don't but, shame here. It's fine. But I, uh, I noticed that his girlfriend was starting to get a little hairy, right? I didn't think anything. I'm like, whatever, do you? And then one day he like comes out of the room after they were done, you know, and he was like, God damn, man, I just love chicks with hairy pits, man. It just gets me going. And then I, and then I started noticing what he was looking at on his on his laptop while we were oh, just no. sitting there watching TV. He was like always looking at women with hairy pits all the time i had never known i mean good for him cool i don't care but that was the first i've ever seen of that like okay that's a very specific kink you got there bud taylor <laughs> oh my god you know hey and i don't kink shame at all like one time you know like, yeah. i can go on and on for you but one time i went on a date with the guy and the second date he takes me to his house he cooks me dinner he shows me he shows me his liberators, which are a cushion to boink on, boink on which I own one now, and it's great. Uh, but uh, for science purposes, I'm sorry if you're listening to this under the age of 18, uh, you should not be here. Uh, this is rated spicy. Sorry. Anyway, uh, we are going to kick you out. We are going to kick you out if you're yeah, 18. Yeah, please don't kick so. me out. Well, I'm kicking you out. <laughs> Excuse me. Wow. Anyway. He ended up being, he's like, he takes me to his basement, right? So this is getting creepy, right? You're thinking, oh, he's going to murder me. No. He goes, Bianca, you see this film studio over here? My friend, he's really into wedgie porn. I'm the king of wedgie porn film. Dude, good and for I him. go, my Uber's here. And I just peaced out. I was like, no, nope, bye-bye. But I'm like curious because I was like, hmm. And, uh, you, you know, as I've gotten older and you, as you get older, your, your um, pornographic habits definitely change. And as I've discovered my queerness and also TikTok, like, unlocked some things for me where I was like, oh, I didn't know I was into that. Yes, that's a thing now. You never know. I mean, everyone's got weird kinks. It's fine. Uh, but to go back to Kermit, yeah, he's a foot worshiper. But for sure. it's a biggie. That's a great, great answer. Just so funny. One, one more, like, kink thing, because it was... <laughs> We're going down this rabbit hole now, and I cannot talk about this shit on my podcast. Um, so I was with a girl when I was in college who every time we were being intimate, she always had to have the movie Showgirls going in the background. What? Always. It never failed. She would always say, no, 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 I need to put wow. my movie on. I need to put my movie on. So it was always the movie Showgirls every single time. And at the part where she was doing like the strip, t- I've seen that movie a lot. I'm not I've never seen it on my own <laughs> but uh I could probably recite it word for word that's that's not a good thing um but the part where she does the strip tease she would always tell me to stop and there was like a 10 minute intermission we would have so she could watch the strip tease scene and then we could go keep Interesting. Know, continue she, she made it feel sexy a bit every single time every single time is she a lesbian now no she's not ah, not by curious yeah. maybe 
Yeah, probably. But yeah, that's fine. That tracks. That's, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. But not not she's not. Yeah. I will say this. Scott won't let me wear anything Disney related if we're gonna ever try to do something sexy. Uh <laughs> to him, it takes him completely out of the mood. Uh yeah. and uh I respect that a lot, but I'm also tattooed. All so right, and uh and uh as a drag queen on my shoulder with a bingo ball. Yeah, uh, Christina Hayers. I, <laughs> I, I had a friend who was with someone who had the entire... Do you remember Avenge Sevenfold, the band? I mean, I couldn't tell you they're, any music that they played. Well, their big thing, their their uh, their logo was a skull with bat wings, right? That, that, was, okay. that was their thing, a skull with bat wings. This person that he was with... Um, <laughs> had the entire band tattooed on her back with the bat wings. Mm. And he was like, yeah, I had to have them have their shirt on because I would lose it every single time. Oh, wow. oh no. He was like, I can't look down and see Avenged Sevenfold staring back at me. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> oh, to my younger listeners who are thinking about getting tattoos, I have nine stupid ones. Uh, a lot of them were from a mentally unhinged time, four of them, in fact, at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, and so I'm just going to let you know right now, I don't regret any of them, but they all tell a story. But don't, <laughs> maybe don't, unless you can get a stupid tattoo, but someone somewhere might think it's hilarious to make you wear a shirt. Sorry. Yep. I, <laughs> I have zero tattoos because I'm terrified of needles and thank every holy anything that I I'm afraid of those because uh, you I, wanted some, I wanted some real stupid ones. Oh, yeah. I wanted a potato for a long time. Mm. I, I don't even remember. I heard some story in like second grade and someone got a potato tattooed on their ankle. And I was like, I want to get a potato tattooed on my back. You know, that millennial like between the shoulder blades. I wanted a potato there. My husband's I first don't... tattoo on the back. Oof. Between the shoulder blades. Yeah, everybody's. Everybody's. Up everybody's words misspelled no really I'll, I'll i'll tell you about it sometime yeah oh okay okay, okay. Yeah. But yeah it was so that, bad that the tattoo artist retired afterwards in yikes. long beach, in long beach. <laughs> yeah yikes. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure that he's okay with me putting that in there but if not this is a clear cut boop tattoos um yeah no uh anyway keep going <laughs> no, no no that was it that was it um i i would have had some stupid tattoos very stupid tattoos up oh. I think I lost you. You see me? You hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, I can hear you now. Right on. I bet you my husband's playing PS5 right now. <laughs> the connection's unstable. I'm so jealous he has oh. one. Oh, I'm so jealous. Oh, I'll tell you how he got it too, uh, offline. Anyway, uh, last question as we wrap down. And we, because we've already uh, talked about your podcasts uh, and all that, we'll give you a quick promo at the end. Um, of course, thank you so much for, for being on the podcast uh, at Chubby Elvis on TikTok. Last question. I love to leave everyone with a hopeful note. So what's making you happy in the world? Right now. <laughs> Honestly, I love that the Super Bowl's this week. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh no, um, I just hit <laughs> my microphone. <laughs> I don't really care about either team in the Super Bowl, but I do love the Super Bowl. So go sports ball. Yeah, yeah. Who's the who's the by the time this releases, I could just Google it. Who's the who's the singer? Is it Rihanna? Rihanna. Yep. Ella, Ella, A, A. I'm into it. I I did see a spoiler um commercial today, which oh. I was like, yes. Being from New Mexico, it's New Mexico theme. Let me just put it that way. 
Very popular New Mexico show. What is it? Breaking Bad. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, being in marketing, which I think you'd be very good at that, by the way. Not mine. Thank you. Being in marketing, uh, Super Bowl ads are uh, used to be used to be porn to me, and now because my sisters and I have worked in advertising and marketing for so long, I just don't care. But I do like the ads because uh, you know in the '90s it was like Budweiser, and I'm like, why do I drink Bud? Oh yeah, because of that camel. <laughs> like why why were we all smokers? Because you literally would like the camel was cool. Like come on. They had a point system. They you could literally get camel cash, and then you get a sweet yes, fucking jacket. And I um I I, I do uh, this is only recent, and this is actually quitting. But I, I smoke uh, American Spirits. Uh, yellow they call it the quitter cigarette guess what it's oh not. you hipster no i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm from you know i went in denver for a number of years my, my dude but uh but but i'm, I'm from, I'm from the land of american spirit they were made yeah, in exactly Fe, so, so i open i open up the pack and they're like win a trip to santa fe and i was like been there and i was like redeem this for points and i was oh, like no what really this? yeah they're back yeah. Oh my God. Jenko translucent sunglasses and camel cash is back. Boop, boop. Holy shit. It's the uh, 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, and while I've got you here before we go, I want to just plug one really, really cool uh, account that I follow on TikTok for you. Yeah. It's B-U-Y underscore, underscore G-R-L. I'll text it to you. But they sell like just random bullshit. Well, I sent them a box of stuff and Scott's uh, naval uniform, his commissioned whites jacket will be something that they will be selling in the next couple of weeks. So you want to follow him on TikTok. It's by underscore girl DM to buy girl. Yeah. Shop girl. Uh, anyway, uh, last thing is promotion. So uh, you want to wrap it up for us? Yeah. First of all, thank you for having me thank on. This is, this is a blast. Um, <laughs> No, yeah, uh, my two podcasts, Shitty Jobs and Perfect Strangers. Um, you will notice them because they are cartoonized versions of people on the little thumbnail. Um, the the Perfect Strangers is technically Perfect Strangers with Chubby Elvis. Um, mm -hmm. But yes, uh, I will be dropping season two of Shitty Jobs uh, probably here in the next month. And season three of perfect strangers in the next two weeks um so be on the lookout for that i love that i love that and so of course to everyone here if you're here on youtube hey mahalo what's up uh hello and all that this is of course please don't kick me off you're like what did i just listen to for two hours i'm sorry you just listened to two friends getting to know each other That's uh right. and uh furby it has been an awesome thank you for your vulnerability thank you for your time thank you for yeah. keeping with me for the last two years while i got my shit together i'll poop in a group to get you on this podcast uh, thank you so much. Uh, of course, everyone, this is Please Don't Kick Me Out, the only inclusive podcast about imposter syndrome. Until next week, aloha. Oh, wait, wait. Dang it. This is embarrassing. I'm going to have to clip this. Hey, everyone. If you like what you've been hearing, can you rate us on whatever podcast platform you are listening on? For content creators like myself, that keeps us going. Also, did you know that I have merchandise? Thank you so much to Lara, who was my second guest ever on Please Don't Kick Me Out. She is a great person who did all of my branding. Live out your 90s fantasy. Go to pleasedontkickmeout.com slash shop. Thank you. This 
has been Please Don't Kick Me Out, a podcast about imposter syndrome. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, like, comment, share, tell a friend. You know, that's how I'm going to keep these stories going. Also, if you want to be a podcast guest, you can reach out to me at pdkmopodcast at gmail.com and we can get it set up. Thanks everyone for your continued support. And I look forward to, you know, connecting with you again next Monday. 